0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. A
1: radio show like no other. It's Brian Kilmeade. We have repeatedly called for the WHO to to support an expert-driven evaluation of the pandemic's origins that is free from interference or politicization. Now, there were phase one results that came through. Uh, we were not, uh, during that first phase of the investigation, there was not access to data. There was not information provided. Uh, and now we're hopeful that uh, WHO can move into a more transparent, independent phase two investigation.
0: But they can't. They just did it and weren't happy with their final report. They didn't get the access they were looking for. So I don't know what Jen Psaki was talking about. Josh Rogan, author of Chaos Under Heaven, President uh, Trump, Xi, and the battle for the 21st century. Uh, Josh was doing one very good book, and then it turns into a global pandemic emanating from China, and it turns out into a, a great book that is absolutely required reading if the country really wants to understand what's happening uh, and what kind of pressure we are and threat we are under China. Josh, welcome back.
1: Great to be back with you, Brian.
0: So are you confident the WHO is going to do the investigation Jen Psaki is counting on? You know, the
1: definition of insanity is doing the same thing over again and inspecting a different result. And it's not as if the WHO just fumbled the investigation. It's so much worse than that. They hired the best friends of the Wuhan lab to investigate the Wuhan lab. They went to the Wuhan lab for three hours, met their best friends, asked them, did you do it? They said, no. They said, "Okay, sorry, case closed. And shut up if you dare mention the Wuhan lab leak theory after that. And this is a year wasted, a year gone by. Uh, where the evidence is getting further and further in our rearview mirror and where the WHO has become essentially a, a, a useful idiot for the Chinese government's attempts to cover up the origin of the coronavirus. And why would they be covering it up if they didn't have something to hide? And, you know, the Biden administration... Uh, Is torn internally because they don't know what to do and they don't know what the truth is. Uh, So they've come up with this alibi, which is like, oh, we real this is a critical national security issue. We hope the WHO does a good job the second time, even though they screwed it up the first time. And it just doesn't make sense. It's hypocrisy at its core. And, you know, that's the problem is that, you know, if if you really believe that we need to get to the bottom of this and you really believe we need to investigate all the theories because we don't know which theory is right, we need to investigate the natural origin theory and the lab leak theory, well, then you have to admit to yourself that the WHO can't be entrusted with this, Because they screwed it up already, and they hired the the corrupt and conflict, conflicted scientists to do the investigation, and that said it was extremely unlikely. So they've lost their credibility, and the only people who can really do this are the U.S. government. We're the only ones. No one else has the tools and the power. We just don't have the will. We don't have a government that has the will to actually do it.
0: Right, uh, or the will where everyone feels as though the downside would be breaking up relations, and economically we're so intertwined— where their people are too afraid to pay the price, let alone the military threat that China offers. But, Josh, Sunday, The Wall Street Journal did a story saying three researchers got sick with COVID-19-like symptoms in November of 2019, when they told us the first case was the first week in December. Jen Psaki was asked about that, and she said, well, that's, those weren't uh, American reports. Those weren't American witnesses. She just threw, in your words, threw cold water on this instead of trying to grow with this, being that she's not implicated at all. She's not blocking Joe Biden. Joe Biden's not culpable. So instead of saying, yes, we're very curious, we did take note. Why did she take that tact?
1: Right. So first on your question of like, will investigating the origin of the pandemic upset the Chinese Communist Party? I'm here to tell you it they upset them. OK, and. Guess what? If 580,000 dead Americans is not a good reason to risk upsetting, delicate U.S.-China relations, then what is a good reason? I mean, we're talking about a complex relationship, sure, but they're covering up vital scientific information that's impacting our public health, not just us, by the way, every human being. Knows that they're suffering in the pandemic, which is ongoing and raging in most parts of the world, actually, uh, is being exacerbated by the continued, to this day, refusal of the Chinese government to give us basic data, basic science, to tell us what they know. And they won't do it. And it's costing us lives, even today. Okay, that's why it's an urgent national security matter. And that's why we might actually have to risk upsetting them in order to press them to get to the bottom of this. And you know, when it comes to that W that Wall Street Journal report, here's what I'll say, you know, a lot of that information was already out there. You know, a lot of it was already published in Australia, you know, 2 months ago, and that's what Saki is talking about. It probably came from the Australians, right? This is their intelligence that came into our intelligence community and, you know, people inside the Trump administration and the Biden administration by the way, were like, "Hey, we should probably take a look at this sick researchers, COVID-like symptoms, but the, you know, the 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 problem is that you know all this information is leaking out in little tiny bits, and it allows people like Jemsaki to like throw cold water on it and say, "Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. We can't make heads or tails of it," and they're ducking the issue. Uh, what they should just do is release all the intelligence that they have. Tell us what they know. What's that? What? Why? You know what? What else do we know about these sick researchers? What were they working on? Were they working on back coronaviruses? That's what some people from the Trump administration say. Isn't that relevant? You know why are they thwarting all these congressional investigations? I get it. They're Republicans. They don't trust the intentions of Republicans. But I'm here to tell you that just because they're Republicans doesn't mean they don't have some good questions that we got to ask all of our agencies who are working with the U- the labs. That means. Fauci and the NIH, but not just Fauci. Don't get too concerned about focusing on Fauci. It's DOD and the State Department and USAID and the National Science Foundation. All of these American—and the Homeland Security Department and the intelligence community were funneling money to something called the EcoHealth Alliance, which was funneling money to the Wuhan labs to work on back coronaviruses. And we got to figure all that out. We, we, that's going to take some actual effort and some actual commitment by the U.S. government uh, to, to do that.
0: Fox confirmed a report that CNN had saying that the Biden team shut down a State Department inquiry that Mike Pompeo had headed up and named the panel, looking into a possible link between the lab and the the advent of COVID-19. Uh, was that, as far as you could tell through your sources, Josh Rogan, because it was a Trump thing?
1: Yeah, no, I know everything about that story, and uh, some of it is covered in my book, Chaos Under Heaven. Uh, but what happened was that the actually the Trump administration had lots of different COVID origin investigations. They weren't all necessarily linked up with each other. And sometimes the left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing. But the people inside the State Department, the bureaucrats, they didn't like the Trump people. So as soon as the Trump people were gone, this particular investigation, they just quashed it, right? And because the Biden people came in and they didn't know what was what and there was like no real transition, because you remember what happened during the transition, uh, they didn't figure it out. So they're just like, okay, forget it. That's a Trump thing. Let's just... Uh, Put that to the side. But, you know, whether or not you like Trump or Pompeo, there's a lot of work that they did on this that is good work. And that doesn't mean I'm endorsing the lab leak theory. We don't know. You know, I don't know. You don't know. We don't know. But they tried to get to the bottom of some of it. And so, yeah, we shouldn't be shutting down investigations. We should be continuing them.
0: You know, we talk about our allies, and you talk heavily about President Trump, his foreign policy, and his allies. I want bilateral trade deals. I don't want multilateral trade deals. Hence, the TPP went by the boards. Uh, And he, he he would challenge our allies as well as our enemies on a regular basis. Joe Biden was supposed to be the one to get the world united, get everybody together. If you got everybody together, uh, every nation has a reason to want to find out the answer to this, and hold China culpable, that would be the wedge. And it's really the only wedge, Josh, right? Do you see any push for that? I don't. All I see is we want the WHO and international experts to look into it.
1: Right. I mean, remember what happened when Australia tried to start their own origin investigation? The Chinese government boycotted Australian beef and wine, plunging their economy into further crisis in the middle of a pandemic. So we know that other countries want to get to the bottom of this because they know the same thing that we know, that it's the only way to prevent the next pandemic. You've got to figure out this one to prevent the next one. And so it's everybody has an interest in doing that, except for the Chinese government. And All these other countries are not strong enough to stand up to the Chinese government. We are, if we want to be, if we choose to be, and we're just too scared of our own politics and worried about how our tweets from March 2020 will look in the light of day, if this turns out to be true, or whatever navel-gazing that the media is doing right now, trying to trip over themselves, pretending that they were objective a year ago, and now they're just learning – it doesn't matter. Nobody cares – about the narrative, people care about getting to the bottom of the crisis so that we can prevent the next one. And I think if the Biden administration decided, which it has not yet decided to do, to to actually lead that effort and not palm it off to the WHO, which Biden people privately admit to me they know is going to be a dead end, they know it's it's, it's a fool's errand because the WHO is not set up for that. Not because they're not nice people, it's because they don't have the power to do it, but we do. And if the Biden administration would lead, if America would lead, I assure you the rest of the world would follow.
0: Absolutely. Um, so I want you to hear what Senator Tom Cotton said, January 22nd on this show, January 22nd, 2020. Cut 10. Brian, it's there's still a lot unknown, but here's what we do know. The Chinese Communist Party has once again been caught red-handed covering up, suppressing and censoring a serious public health risk, which could increasingly be a global public health, health risk for weeks. Uh, China did not come clean about the coronavirus that they first said was only being passed from animals to human in a uh, seafood market in Wuhan in China. But now we know, uh, because they finally come clean to an extent, not fully, that it is increasingly being passed from person to person. We had our first U.S. confirmed U.S. case happen just in the last couple of days, and it is spreading around the globe. This is very much like what happened with SARS about 15 years ago, and China has learned
1: nothing and it concealed almost everything.
0: I mean, I can't give him enough credit. I mean that he was end up being scaringly right.
1: Exactly, exactly. And he was tart as a conspiracy theorist and all the rest. And you know that's a not by you. And, no, but the, I mean by like the vast majority of the of the media. And there were some people who were. Uh, dissenters but they were also attacked as conspiracy theorists or racists or worse and you know if you listen to that now in april 2021 it sounds super reasonable and a a lot of people will have a lot of excuses for why they didn't think it was reasonable back then maybe you hated trump and maybe the scientists who were the best friends of the lab intentionally misled reporters actually not maybe that's exactly what happened that's why it happened the best friends of the lab uh, the american scientists who were covering their own butts misled a bunch of reporters who were happy to run with that narrative because it also uh, made Trump look foolish and made Tom Cotton look foolish, and that's what a lot of reporters like to do, and they got took. They got took by these sources, and the fact-checkers got took by – the same exact sources. That's why you see all the fact checkers re- scrambling over themselves to uncheck their facts and explain why their wrong fact check was right and now it's wrong, but it's still they're still right somehow. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's crazy. Nobody cares. Okay. Forget about why, what you know. It, like I don't. I'm, I don't expect any apologies. Tom Cotton's not going to get any apologies. It doesn't matter. We we are where we are. We need to investigate both theories. We need to figure this out. That means investigating the lab leak theory. And regardless of what you thought a year ago, regardless of whether you called Tom Cotton a name, you know, he's a senator. He could take it. It comes with the territory. That's Forget about that. The point is we've got to investigate this theory. We've got to do it now. We're going to need the Biden administration's help.
0: Right, and the people that were credible early should be the ones you go to now. I think that is the point. Or just the do, people yeah. who don't have
1: conflicts of interest. How about that? Let's How about there. that? People without clear
0: and this makes me think that Anthony Fauci has a legitimate conflict of interest. Cut four. Yeah, he. Had- we uh, had a big scare with SARS-CoV-1 back in 2002-2003, where that particular virus unquestionably went from a bat to an intermediate host. It would have been almost a, a dereliction of our duty if we didn't study. This And the only way you can study these things is you've got to go where the action is. So we had a modest collaboration with very respectable Chinese uh, uh, scientists. But it wasn't gain-of-function, and these weren't crazy guys with, uh, in, in uh, tie-dye T-shirts. So Echo Health yeah. Alliance, the nonprofit, received $3.7 million in U.S. grant money, and 600000 of that went to the Wuhan Institute. So is this part of the cover-up? I don't want to be embarrassed yeah. to have my fingerprints on any dollars that went to an institute that yeah. may in fact have poisoned the world.
1: Yeah, this is really important, and I'm glad you brought this up because there's a lot of talk about Fauci and the NIH and that contract to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. What listeners have to understand is that that's one tiny fraction of the U.S. taxpayer dollars that were going to these Wuhan labs, not just this lab, a whole bunch of labs. And that came through USAID, the National Science Foundation, the Defense Department. Uh, the Homeland Security Department, the intelligence community, and many other agencies. So when Fauci gives his very lawyerly denial, this particular contract didn't fund this research. That's true or accurate on its face, but it's misleading because it obscures the bigger picture – which is that we had lots and lots of collaborations with these Wuhan labs on this risky virus research, and it doesn't matter if Fauci calls it gain-of-function or says it's not gain-of-function. It was risky, and we didn't keep an eye on it, and if that's how the pandemic broke out, then Fauci's going to have to answer a lot of tough questions no matter what he called it. And this whole thing over the definition of of gain-of-function research is a red herring because if it's risky research, and if the Chinese— In other words, it doesn't matter if we funded the— I don't I don't think the the, the what we're going to find out is that we funded the research that caused the pandemic. What we're going to find out is that we collaborated a lot with these Chinese labs, and then they had another side of the lab, the side they didn't tell us about. The but side J- that-
0: Josh, do you realize – I'm just listening to you talk and going through your book. Do you realize the Russia investigation and in this China's pandemic uh, investigation have one thing in common? They are both exploiting, some unintentionally with China, the division in our country. If we could ever well, unite like- – the, the Russian thing would have been two, uh, a two-day story had both sides not seen uh, – had, had the Democrats not seen opportunity, I'm going to prove that he didn't legitimately get elected. Those Facebook well, yeah, ads did. And then everyone gets divided for two and a half years and distracted. And now right. the same thing well, with China. We should all agree yeah, just- that we're suffering from the same virus, and it wasn't our fault. But we see political
1: danger and opportunity in the same light. Brian, you're hitting on something that's really important here that doesn't get talked about enough. I think the parallel that I see between the Russia investigation and and this is that it's getting super politicized and that's really bad because it helps it harms our ability to find the truth. And you know, the Russia investigation got politicized to the point we could never untangle it. But here's the good news. We can still untangle this one. You know, we still have a shared interest, right? We don't have to argue about Trump because he's not president, so we can just take the politics out of this and come together on the Shared need to figure out how we got into mm-hmm. this mess, so that we can prevent the next right. pandemic, so we can prevent the next three million deaths, which is really yeah. something that shouldn't be political. And the good news is, the origin question is not actually a political question; it's right. not even a scientific question. It's a forensic question. Something bad happened in China. We need to figure out what it is. We need to do that right now.
0: Right, Josh Rogan. Thanks so much. Little by little, we'll get the story. You sat down with Joe Rogan, a three-hour podcast that also tells a great story, and your book gives you the competency uh, to allowing you to take this. Uh, to the next level. Chaos Under heaven's the name of it. Josh, thanks again.
1: Thank you for being on the story, Brian.
0: Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy, and me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.